Great. Right. So we're now we're now live. Welcome to the Man Up Man Down podcast, presented by Folker Baluda and David Pawsey. We discuss the pressures and challenges faced by men approaching middle age that we're often too embarrassed to speak about with our friends. You can find us online at www.manupdown.com. Enjoy the show and don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. So welcome to a very special episode of Man Up, Man Down. Well, they're all special and I know that I say that a lot. But um, this is the first time we're actually recording in the same room. Well, me and Volker are in the same room. Yeah, we are. But we're also in the same room as four other gentlemen. So and the reason we're here is uh, to talk about Tour Club. So we're here with Nathan and Gavin that run Tour Club in Haywards Heath. Do we want to say where it's from? Hello, my name's Nathan. Um, we're, it's currently from my um, home in South Downs Park, but the reality is that very soon it's moving um, for positive reasons, basically because we've kind of outgrown it a little bit, to a community centre um, called Ashen Ground Community Centre, which is also in Hayward's Heath, very close to it. And I will, as a shortcut, say Google it because I can't remember the uh, address. But that's going to be where it's, where it's running from in a couple of weeks' time, and we run it most Wednesday nights between seven and nine. Right. Well, so what exactly is Tour Club and how did you guys get together um, and how did it start? How did it start? Well, we didn't start Tour Club per se. There's a, a chap called Ben. He kicked it off with Gav, I believe. Nathan knew Ben, used to work with him. Ben lost a good friend of his to suicide Ooh, 10 years ago. Something like that. Off the back of that experience, Ben created a, a documentary, which was around male suicide. And then Tour Club kind of spawned from that. And Ben and Gaff have been pushing the Tour Club thing on a national basis. So it's, it's really big in the West Country, which is where they're based. And about a year and a half ago, Nathan and I were talking about doing something similar here because that nothing has really kind of taken up in this area and it was something that the two of us because they had a passion for it was something that we felt was needed not that we knew and the very first talk club that we did it was just the two of us all the advertising went out and Nathan <laughs> I turned up and we shared a coffee and, and the two of us had a good talk for kind of an hour and a half and that's where it started and Fast forward just over a year now, and we're moving, like Nathan said, we're moving out of this this place into something bigger, so that hopefully in time we'll be kind of up to kind of potentially two simultaneous groups. So yeah, so it's been it's been growing consistently over the last twelve fifteen months, and it's worth just chipping in there from one point, and um, which is when we say growing, that's a bit of a conflicting statement because what effectively is happening is that number one as we continue to run it and guys come along they tell friends about it we still do some um very low level not without any budget advertising to let people know about it and there's posters up in barbers and sports centers and stuff locally but what happens is people engage with it and they get in contact and they talk about coming 
um, and there's a huge amount of enthusiasm for it and uh, I mean vanishingly rare negative comment about it in any form actually getting people to come is far more complex or, or seems to be far more difficult and so just to, to clarify when it's growing we've got a community of 25 mm. gents I think on, on a WhatsApp group which we, which we engage with but any given week we may get five we may get seven um, and just a couple of little technicalities because people might be going okay but tell me how it works um, effectively what it is is it's somewhere up to 10 guys in a room for two hours really simple model which is how are you doing out of 10 it's how it starts there's no order and no obligation to go in any order but every get everybody gets a chance to say how they're doing out of 10 and a little bit of context about why that might be it's a confidential space where everything that's discussed stays within the room and we're a little bit conflicted with this podcast because we obviously want to talk about it and we also want to talk about how we're doing our 10 which hopefully all the gents are going to go with tonight uh, i'm going to start with by saying i'm probably a high seven because it's amazing that we're doing this yeah i've also had a pretty good week i had a great bank holiday weekend i could go into other things but again in the context given that with respect that this podcast is going to go out and people listen back to it, we're not going to treat this as a formal talk club where people would then have a chance, you know, maybe 10 or 15 minutes each to go into what's going on. But um, I'll, I'll finish this ramble by saying the only reason we're actually moving out is because we have had a couple of occasions where we've got to nine or 10 guys coming. And the feedback from Ben and Gavin that, that, that we mentioned, Gavin earlier mentioned in Bristol, is anything past that number and actually it starts to become counterproductive because there's so many people people don't feel like they've got space to hear it's kind of a bit too much content and so the bit we've been really chuffed and like we're feeling very lucky about is the community center where we're going to be using some of their spaces they have two rooms that can either be partitioned into two rooms or unpartitioned into one room and basically what it's going to give us is the flexibility and the security that if 12 guys turn up we'll do two groups of six 15 turn up we'll do a seven and an eight you know and basically we just broaden the scope of what happens so that's the reason for moving it on it's great that you guys are doing it so i i attended talk club and was it before my holidays so july mm -hmm. yeah so I'm, I'm happy to go next in terms of my numbers i didn't know we could do fractuals and so oh, last time someone said that yeah. seven and a half so might have been you chris yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, influenced <laughs> by Gaff. He, he's a big fan of a very specific number. <laughs> so I'm, I'm at probably anywhere between a six and an eight at the moment. So I'm, I'm feeling a bit run down, although I've just come back from holidays. I had a really busy week and really busy by holiday weekend. But I'm getting a lot of shit done. So it's, you know, it's kind of this better. So probably seven and a half is probably all right. <laughs> But yeah, I can't go into detail. Well, I don't want to go into detail. I think that's that's obviously the challenge with recording and putting into public, right, into any details. But I'm I'm happy to share things like you know I'm sorting out um, you know a, a, a leaking house, which is good, and I had a holiday, sure. which was also good. And I'm still on the hunt and and you know for work and those the usual stuff when when you're self-employed, so you're constantly selling yourself. And, um, but overall, life I think is is is, is good at the moment. Um, but yeah. On, on reflection, last time I came away, and I thought it was brilliant. So obviously I came to to check it out, or like to to prepare for the podcast as well. But I also opened up, I think, for the first time with this random blokes 
right? It's, it's not like any of you guys know me very well or I know you guys very well. And obviously David wasn't here, which I don't know was good or bad. I don't I don't have any secrets in front of David. I don't think. <laughs> but it's so good to just talk and open up and just know, you know, you can talk about anything, right? Good or bad. Just share and you know it's not going anywhere. It you just get it off your chest. So thank you for last time and yeah, curious how tonight goes and thanks for putting it on in the first place. Well, the, the, you're welcome, and I'm glad you came and were able to come. Um, the thing that I would just confirm back to anybody listening is that response from Volker is pretty much consistently what we get from anybody that comes. Now, I'm not going to see themselves 100% exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say it's 100% exclusive. Yeah. Definitely people don't turn up on sixes and sevens consistently. Yeah, twos and threes and fours are, are part and parcel of it because life's tough, right? And we, we work very yeah. hard to create a safe enough space where anything is open to be discussed. Um, but the one thing I would at least encourage everybody to consider is that we are yet to have anybody that's come and not having been felt better for it in some form. Now, I want to be really clear. That doesn't mean everybody says it's easy to come and it's not nerve wracking and it's not sometimes scary. And it's not sometimes frightening or, or many other yeah. things or embarrassing or whatever or evoke any other number of, of emotions. But the fact that afterwards everybody reports to having enjoyed it, I mean, ultimately really is why Gav and I continue with it because at the one point then when Gav mentioned when we started it, aside from the slightly embarrassing reality that the first one was just the two of us which you know we're big boys we can bear it happen within reason sounds like you had a good talk we did <laughs> oh, yeah. we did have a good talk we did have a good talk but we're mates anyway and we we see each other but it was probably i mean tell me i reckon we had three or four conversations over the next six months about we were never ever going to give up on it but it was because we are passionate about it and i would also say i believe we both wanted it for our own reasons, personally, because largely I would argue as a result of lockdown. I think everybody's starved, said for a while. I don't think that the result of the lockdown is a pandemic of, of viral issues. It's a, it's a pandemic of isolation and loneliness in different forms, right? Which we could go in here, but I think we all struggle with. Um, but, but it did take a good few months before we got to a point at which a regular group of people would come. And when I say regular, I don't mean the same people. Um, but anyway, I'm, I don't want to. Don't want to take up too much airtime. No, no, that's fine. But that's the. Um, I mean, why, why do people come here, Chris Adam? Maybe, why, why are you coming here? I started coming because I was in. I got myself in a bit of a pickle financially. I was in a. I, I was in a bit of debt, and in the finest traditions of being a boy, decided the best way to get out of that was not to tell my missus, um, which then put strains on on our relationship and, and things like that. And it was one of the all of which stemmed from some really bad models that I'd set myself up in from younger times and how to deal with things and things like that. So so for me, it was uh, not quite make or break, but needed to get myself into a better headspace and, 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 and deal with that as a deal, deal with why I have those, why I had those coping mechanisms yeah. and, and why I was sort of adhering to that model. And again, because of the, part of the financial issue being it it's a free service it's, it's a free thing so yeah. it was another thing that i didn't have to, that you know something i didn't have to pay for yeah, yeah. in in the beginning so kate came along because of that and just to sort of see what it was all about really and um, and see what it's like being in a i've not done 
a group thing before. I'd seen a, uh, I'd seen somebody on a on a one to one basis in the past, but yeah. hadn't. I don't know. I don't know if it was. I'd never really worked out whether I didn't quite gel with that person, get on with them, or wasn't ready for it to work. Yeah. So don't think it was an overly successful process. Right. So yeah. So came along to 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 see what to see what a group a group type thing is like. Nathan mentioned it earlier on. Getting through the front door was it was really easy messaging you both to ask about it and find out where it was and things like that. And it was it was really easy to say, oh yeah, I'm going to go to that. I'm going to go to that. But then it was getting through the door was. Was it nerve-wracking? Yeah, I think it was, yeah, it was quite yeah. nerve-wracking because it was like properly at the ripe old age of 40 walking into yeah. something unknown, which we don't, I don't think we do that. I don't think we do that often because we put ourselves in comfort zones, don't we? we mm. You know, we see the same people, we go to the same shops, we eat the same food. So yeah, so that was, that was the hardest bit. But when I started, I think the first one, it was the two of you and one other person. So it was a real small group that night. So it felt, and it and the conversation flowed really easily. And the more I get into it, the more comfortable I am with realizing that you don't have to put you don't have to put a front on when you turn up yeah. here. Like when you meet your mates, or you go out for a coffee, or a beer, or whatever with your mates, we all do the highlights. We just skim the top off of what's going on, and we all pretend we're wicked and brilliant, and you know can't be vulnerable about it. Whereas mm. coming here. The more I come, I mean, the 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 more honest I am with myself and the people the people that are here. So I think that's led to me actually, and then being a bit more honest about my scoring. So I think I run on average on a somewhere between a four and a five, just because of and can I work out into massive detail? Yeah. Because who knows who will be listening to this? Where yeah. but a huge amount of stuff going on um, in my world, both yeah. at home. And at work this year, it's probably been the busiest year I've ever had, and everything's been quite emotionally taxing. Um, so again, I think a few times I've put a bit of a brave face on it, or not a brave face, been a bit of bravado and a bit of ego, and put a probably too high a number yeah. for for where I really was. But then, as you get more comfortable with it, and you see that you don't even need to see the same faces, you just get more comfortable with the process. You think, oh, actually, I'm not that high. I'm probably about here, but then I'm okay with being there because personally for me, I look forward to it. I look, you know, I start probably a couple of days in advance, start taking like that train ride home in the morning to think, right, where am I? What have I, what have I got to bring to the table yeah. this week? And realizing that, yeah, oh, this and this and this has happened. But, and so that's still like, but I'm all right with that because I, because of the process and it's helping me deal with what's going on I feel far more in control of all these things that are pretty uncontrollable but in control of that so you are I am hovering at that somewhere between a four and a five but I'm okay with it because it's a balanced four and a five you know so that's why I started coming and continued to come and you know like the guy said it, I always finish up from where from where I came because it's just nice to chat and be able to talk to people who aren't emotionally invested in what you're talking about. So you don't get an emotional response from them. You get, sometimes you don't get any response because you're not looking for it. You're not a nod or whatever. Yeah. But sometimes you get a bit of feedback, a bit of advice. We kick it around the room 
and it's nice to just and not have to worry that oh, if I say this, it's going to upset you because I'm saying it about you or about something that we've. If you have a, an argument at home or whatever, and you bring it here to, to talk it out, it's fine because that's not going to kick up another argument. Yeah. Sort of thing. Mm. So yeah, so it's, that's my part of it. It's so, so just to check, jump in for a second. Yeah. Thank you, Chris. Yeah. Um, because I'm, I'm as I'm, I'm, I'm watching myself listening, thinking almost on Bob, which is you know. Welcome to welcome to way my mind thinks on behalf of anybody that might be listening and thinking, okay, okay, but how does it work? Chris, thankfully, because neither Gav or I managed to get there, <laughs> explained partly how it works. So I'm just going to go back for a second. Effectively, we start by everybody gets a chance to say how they're doing out of 10, one being very low, 10 being best day of life, yeah. talking about why that might be. And then sometimes, to Chris's point, it gets thrown around the room a little bit. When I say thrown around the room, empathised with it often uh, you know we are I, I think more alike than we are different and therefore there's lots of common themes of loss of stress of overwhelm of feeling a bit inadequate of not knowing what the fuck to do excuse me if this gets uh, a sense of a boys um, and the unknowns etc and then and then just to, for context it, it effectively at a point at which everybody's had a chance to do that we then 10 minutes before we wrap up and the aim would be to do that again today will pause and everybody will get a chance to check out. So you check in with a number and then you check out with a number. And that was the point Chris was making. Um, and just a couple of other questions that I imagine might be floating around in people's heads is one, Chris mentioned coming regularly and it sometimes being the same people and sometimes not. What will it be like? The simple answer is I don't know. What I can say with experience is we have people that come fairly consistently. Very rarely everybody comes, every, anybody can come every week as you'd imagine, because life's difficult. And we have people that come once a month. We have people that haven't been for three months and then appear. There is absolutely no obligation from a regularity point of view. There was one other question I had in my head, but I may, uh, I may come back to it. I think this is what you said, Chris, in terms of, and maybe Adam, you know, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but, you know, coming here is a difficult bit, right? Go through the door, something new. It's, I mean, like, with anything new, right? But at least... You know, even I had that a little bit like, shit, I need to talk about something. Right? Like, what, what if I don't want to open up? Mm -hmm. Like, what if I don't feel comfortable talking about my issues? Or what if someone sits there that I know? Mm -hmm. You know, but what, what if your neighbor sits there? I don't know. Mm -hmm. I mean, these are the thoughts you obviously have, right? But I think you find more excuses not to come than to come until you have been and then go, this is really good. Yeah, it's actually helping me. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's an interesting point as well because myself and Chris are actually neighbours. Oh, you are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's an interesting thing to say, though, isn't it? How does it, you know, how does that yeah. dynamic work if you come along with someone that, that you know outside of this situation and that you have known, have known before this as well? Yeah. And I sort of got into this through Chris, really, and it was just a chance conversation out the back you know, what are you doing this week or whatever? And Chris said, oh, I go to this thing and sort of explained it. But it just sort of felt right to me to be something to go along to and check out. So was it difficult to come through the door? I don't know that it was particularly for me because I think at that point in my life, it was something that I probably desperately needed because I wanted to change things up a bit of how I was how I was tackling the world and sort of wanted that outlet to to take whatever problems I might have been going through yeah. to 
to a, a sort of neutral place. And I never thought of it as anything but that, even though I did know Chris. And I think probably in the same vein, he'd say the same. I, I don't feel like I ever come here and hold things back if Chris is here because we know each other and we know each other's families. And, yeah. you know, because it's, it is that safe space and you can say what you want, more importantly, what you need to say and know that it's going gonna, it's gonna to stay within this room. Yeah. And for me, that was... It was sort of priceless because it meant that I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was burdening my partner with some of life's problems that should be put somewhere else. Yeah. Which then in turn takes a strain off of a relationship in that way. Uh, and it was just, it was just nice to, to, like Nathan said, we're all fairly like-minded, I think. So yeah. it, the um, awkwardness and unease for me disappeared fairly quickly when when I sort of thought, oh, okay, well, it's just a a group of blokes that share this this common theme of wanting to have somewhere to, yeah, importantly talk, but I think also importantly listen as well, or be heard, not just talk, you know. Yeah, and I think that, and I think that's well, that's I mean, when Nathan sort of said about when he gets to ten people, and 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 that was one of the things that that came across my mind was that. You know, obviously, you know, without wanting to be too derogatory, you know, often in families, you know, you think no one's listening to me. Mm. And, you know, so it is like, as you say, it's like you don't really want, you don't necessarily want advice or help or a solution. You just want to be heard. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And just getting it off your chest, you know, is, I mean, like, and, and I, well, Obviously, me, Nathan, and Gavin and Volker had a call sort of before we set this up. And I was saying, yeah, no, I want to come along, I want to come along. And then I sort of had a bad week and I was like, I'm going to go along tonight. And then Volker said he was going along and I was just kind of like, oh, actually, I'm not sure I want to talk, you know. And then it was, well, I guess what I wanted to say was I just don't have any energy for anything at the moment, you know, including the podcast. Which was about how I was feeling at, you know, at, at that time. <laughs> Your secrets are <laughs> But, you know, it's it sort of... So I can imagine that, you know, that can feel like an issue. But, yeah, you know, I think, as I say, well, well sort of another thing that uh, Chris mentioned about, yeah, when you're a certain age, you don't do new things and you don't push yourself out of your comfort zone. So, um, I, you know, I guess sort of a, a slightly strange question. Like, have you felt this is kind of giving you a bit more confidence in, in terms of putting yourself in uncomfortable situations? Um, I guess probably subconsciously more than, you know, is recognisable. It, it certainly helped me be more, I think, open to to new people, new ideas, new way of looking at things, new way of thinking. The biggest positive that I could probably say I've noticed in myself is my ability to listen. And I do, I do generally think that has directly come from my time spent here. Mm. You, you were the one that first mentioned that to me. It sounds ridiculous, right? Because I've been, we've been doing it a while before Adam actually and came down. Um, but he articulates got often got quite bad simplifying, simply articulating stuff. But it's one of them so bloody obvious, right? Because I mean, you're all listening. But the reality of it is, whether it's six or eight, and to your point, when it gets much past eight then it's challenging, hence why we're, 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 we're moving to accommodate that. But 
in any one scenario, you will listen more than you talk, just by default. Mm -hmm. um, and I know Ben and Gav have often been challenged. Ben's the advertising creative, right? So he's great with imagery and words. He's always like, do you call this a talking and listening group? Do you talk it, call it a listening and talking group? You, know, you can't get the nuance across in every scenario. But the truth of it is, you will actually learn to hear what other people are go going through and develop, I, I think it feels to me, and certainly what I've experienced, the capacity to hear more and empathize more and therefore your perspective just grows. Mm. So my answer to your question, I know it wasn't to me, forgive me, but about do you feel more confident? I don't know if it's a confidence thing. I definitely feel more aware. Yeah. I'm definitely more conscious and I even feel that when I go out into the world. Mm. If I see a, if I see a middle-aged bloke of which I am or maybe a bit past that, I, I often now will go, I wonder what's going on with them. Because well, I've now seen enough of it to go yeah. before, you don't know what's going on. And look, I guess that is like one of the big eye-openers for like something like this. And as you say, it's like, because men don't really talk, it is that sudden realisation of, oh my God, I thought I was the only one who hasn't got it sorted. Yeah. Um, and then it's like, actually, turns out that everyone is completely insecure, but everyone, yeah, puts on the bravado, puts a, a front on it. But it's like you, it's like you said, if you're sitting around, you're often in a family dynamic, you sit there and go, I just want to be heard. Well, the first way to be heard is to listen, right? Mm. And I think if if you could flip your, your way of thinking that way around and go, well, well, if I get better at listening, the flip side of that is probably going to be that people are going to want to hear what I've got to say. But just for me personally, to take that back into my home life has opened up how we communicate far better and it's all through just taking that minute to go right okay actually actually listen yeah. actually give them that space to talk and take on board what they're saying and in return you all get that back because it's that's just natural right i think i got interested in mental health maybe when my first child was born she's going to be five sort of looking after my own mental health in that it became important to me, as important to me as physical health. Like you go to a doctor because your back hurts or, you know, you've noticed something. But not many people go to a doctor because their brain hurts or they, mm -hmm. they don't have the time to think or whatever it might be, stress or anxiety or whatever. And I did that and I took myself to that place. And then I thought, well, I'll do some research around it and, and try and help myself. And this was the platform that mm -hmm. has really helped me do that. So, yeah. Man Up Man Down is sponsored by Welldoing. As someone who has seen a counsellor for a number of years, I think their approach is great. They want you to find the mental health professional who is right for you. You can filter your search to highlight therapists with expertise where you need it, or you can pay to use their personalised matching service. The people who run Welldoing are experts in mental well-being, and they also have loads of posts and interviews to keep your mental health in good shape. Take a look at welldoing.org. We we called us a gym, right? But we don't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the therapist, right? yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy. Well, is that because there's a stigma attached to it? You know, like the boys were saying, the hardest bit is walking through the door because people yeah. find it difficult to talk. Well, I'm gonna guess also you probably did, you probably walk in expect well maybe it's just neat, but um, you know almost like I, I guess the theory could be oh there's gonna be a bunch of people that are nothing like me. And then you walk in and it's like, oh, actually, yeah, it's just a bunch of guys that look like me, talk like me, or, you know, me and my mates. Yeah, yeah. 
one of the things I've found is that we all tip up with different the way that the problem manifests itself is different for everybody whether it be trouble at home trouble at work trouble with your kids whatever but when you drill down into it the root cause is usually quite similar we've all we've all had well, is it a communication issue is it a self-esteem issue is it a whatever and we've never it's still new to be able to address all of this stuff as as us as 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 blokes you know you're the, the podcast called Man Up. We get told to that was the, that's a go to stop phrase and oh, man up. Well, you know, pull yourself together. Well, oh, you can't always. It's that doesn't do any good, does it? It's just it just puts a puts a plaster over it and then the puts a plaster over it and then certainly for me, I don't know about other people, that tends to then it comes out sideways. Mm-hmm. So you end up having a massive screaming fit because somebody pulls out and you're in the car or you you know you drop a drop a plate when you're doing the drying up and you know that is the then world war three so it's that part of that is the listening and being able to being able to listen to people made me realize that oh everybody's everybody's going through something and you just need to talk it out sometimes and yeah, yeah just understand that it's not just like for me. It's always been a little bit of like, oh, I can't believe this is happening to me. This is, this is terrible. Nobody, nobody would get it. Come here for a few months and talk to a few people, and you realise that everybody is. I can't believe this is happening to me. So it's happening to everybody, and you can't fix it yourself. You need a team around you to fix it. Whether that's an informal team like this, or you know, a slightly more formal setting. With your with a doctor or a one to one therapy type yeah. type affair, then all for it, and that's what's made me tune in. So I know the catalyst for you was your your firstborn, but I think me coming here is what's tuned me into the state that my mental health was in. I always thought I always thought I was all right, but I realised I'd convinced myself I was all right because I wasn't actually doing anything about it. Um, and just thinking, oh yeah, that's okay. I haven't had a, I haven't had a breakdown. I'm not an alcoholic. I'm not a drug addict or whatever. So my 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 mental health's all right. When actual fact it's like, no, you're just convincing yourself that it is mm. because you don't want to address the address the the thing. So you don't want to get through the front door and start looking at it. But this, the way this group works, then is that takes all that stigma away. Then mm. there's no stigma here. Which again, then. Mm. You are listening more than you're talking, so you're hearing what people are saying and you're relating it to yourself, which I I certainly then take out, take to homes, so take to work, take to anybody that I need to engage with, it gets a better response from me because of the things that this this group teaches me. It's brilliant. I think yeah, I think it's you know you can't help but sort of be buoyed by the fact that everyone leaves, as Nathan touched upon and Chris did as well. On the whole, everyone leaves up from where they came in. Their number is always higher. And the reason I see that their number is always higher is because they've been listened to for two hours or however long they got to talk. They've been listened to. Mm-hmm. That, that for me was just, you know, that was... And and they've heard, to your point, and they've heard in the listening, mm-hmm. they've heard a, a universal group of things yeah. or set of things which somewhere, to Chris's point, will absolutely resonate with them. I mean... Life, you know, in some sense, life's complicated. It's also actually quite simple, you know. But then, 
Adam's just addressed a perfect example of it. Like, okay, I kind of first started to think about this when my newborn came along. What's that? A big change. Yeah. Chris came along because the situation had manifested into something that was unmanageable, a big change. That's basically the common thing to everybody. I would actually argue that, uh, I mean, I don't want to argue on Ben's behalf, but clearly it doesn't take, you don't have to be Inspector Cluzo to work out the reason he went on the pilgrimage to work out what people were doing about suicide created this. Mm. It was a big loss that he'd experienced. And the other thing that I think certainly buoyed me, and I believe Gav to a degree, is what happened in lockdown, mm. which I do think when you both, you, there's been this conversation about, you know, oh, it's always been difficult to guys to open up. And I go, I think it has, you know, there's a stigma. There's, we can get philosophical about the history of shame and guilt with men and measuring up or boys don't cry and all that crap. But the reality of it is, as far as I can tell, all of that was massively magnified during lockdown. And by the way, it's for ladies too. And for mm-hmm. kids, I mean, I think what's that? What's happened to the teenagers? We don't yet know, but they've all had a bit, you know, development, developmental gap. But for guys, or for what we've seen, is everybody saw less of the people and had less opportunity to be in the situation where they might have a conversation. So I think there's both. I think there's people coming, and certainly my take on it is people come and get something out of it because it offers a space to have a conversation that they never had been able to do. There's definitely that. But there's also, and again, I'm always trying to appeal to people that may be listening and just thinking, is it for me, is it not? Often it opens up a space for people that actually they used to have that model, right? And guess what? COVID came along, lockdown came along, effectively mm-hmm. threw everything up in the air, everything up in the air. Um, and it's like the four or five structural ways in which they would have dialogue, whether it's with men, women or anybody else, they're not there. You know, I mean, look around your peer group. You know, if you find me somebody that from mid-2019, if you picked up a week of their life in mid-2019 and you pick up a week of their life now, I genuinely, and I mean this, I'm passionate about the subject, I'm going to work in mental health too, find me somebody that has as many interactions in real life with human beings in an average week now to they did in 2019. Mm -hmm. Now, I'll counter, there are people getting closer to it and it's definitely changed a lot in the last six months. I was at a festival for a day this weekend and literally was only back on the way with the car. I went, well, man, I was with a load of people for like 24 hours in different scenarios. That isn't, it's like I'm, I'm not hurt here. I get to do stuff. But on average, I would go, I would say, find somebody because I definitely can't claim that. Now, what does that do? I don't know. It's, it isolates you and therefore it reduces the amount of space you can talk about stuff and therefore get out of context what you're feeling, or just as Adam brilliantly articulated way back, and it was great that both you guys are here today, is just listening to a bit more about, oh, right, oh, right, he's got some shit going on, he's overwhelmed, he's had some really bad luck, oh, man, he's had just had a tragedy, oh, he's just a bit experiencing some injustice, et cetera, et cetera. You know, and it's this weird thing that, after a certain number of exposures to that, something seems to change and you go, oh, right, okay, mm. that's actually the deal. Now we'll work out how we feel about it and talk about it. You know? But you can't escape it then. So your capacity to go, no, no, you know, I'm the only one, kind of gets diluted, you know, in kind of really? compassionate way and then you kind of meet something else. You think, I don't know, I guess it, it sort of brings in a bit of gratitude when you know you think your problems are bad you hear someone else's problems and you think well actually i've got it all right um which you know i think well everyone's problem is a huge thing to them so i'm 
don't want to diminish people's yeah. problems, but and it's I mean, we we find this it's yes and no because it's not a comparative thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll kind of come in and and I'll score myself on a, a three, and then because of X, Y, and Z, and then the guy next to me is his dad died the week before, and he scored himself a four, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Then there's me scoring myself a three. But it doesn't be. It, it's not really a comparative thing. I think there's, yeah. For me, there's something around hearing people's resilience and people's ability to tolerate and get through the knocks that life throws at you. It's 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 incredible the stuff that we've that people bring here. And for me, there's kind of something on. Hopefully, if that ever happens to me, I'll be just as strong. So I don't. I'll give you any science or logic behind yeah, that thought yeah. process, but there is, for me, there's something strengthening in being part of the group. Um, and and the other thing, I for me is, and we've kind of touched on it in bits, is it's a sense of community. Mm. And for for me, my like. My best mate lives in, a, he lives 20 miles away, but I see him like once every three months. Yeah. My other best mate, he lives in the West Country. My other mate lives up in the Midlands. Another mate, broadly, I hadn't spoken to him in three years because he never picks up the bloody phone. Yeah. And then I kind of get wrapped up in work yeah. and school run stuff, you know, and then suddenly I'm like, Where's where's my proper conversation? Where's where's my where's where's my little tribe, my little group? And um, for me, talk club does represent what's the word? So it's not it's more than just a social. It's it's somewhere where I can go and belong mm, and be part of and connect with a load of other guys who none of us had anything in common with to start off with. You know, it's like you know, hi, I'm Gavin. Yeah. Is it like Keith Miller on to fight, isn't it? Mm. Mm. Well, I was just thinking of as an image. Yeah. It's not, there's not a, it's it's good as well because you, there is that community and it is, you are part of something, but there's no, there's no competition in it. There's no, mm. there's no pecking, there's no pecking order. order. Yeah. There's and, and everybody's really alive to what might make me a two. Yeah. Adam might be able to rip in as a seven or something like yeah. that and, everyone's aware that we're here as a, we're here as a, a community and as a team but individually as well and that everybody knows that just I might I hear what you're saying and okay that affects you to that extent mm-hmm. it would affect me differently and things like that and we don't then just go oh why are you letting that why are you letting that bother you which is yeah. what you get what you, down the pub you, you get down the pub yeah. you get at work you get yeah. At home, why are you let why are you letting that bother you? Because well, it really does. Or First one why doesn't that bother you? Yeah. Yeah. Why doesn't that why doesn't that blow your mind? Um, and that which makes it even more enjoyable and makes certainly for me makes me want to partake in it more because there isn't that like I said there isn't that judgment or competition or critique. Yeah, critique. The, the one bit coming back, and I, I think it's amazing, all, all the insights coming back out in this forum. Uh, but just to come back to your point about gratitude, I do think there is an element of that that can be experienced. Like it's, there's, there's room for both. Because I definitely know I've been here and gone, whoa. You know, because two guys have come and like 
I'm sitting here thinking, fuck, I'm a lucky bastard this week. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, not in ad infinitum, but it, it, so there's, 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 there's lots, and definitely not in a competitive way. Definitely. Yeah. Just in a, you know, because I guess with enough experience of doing it, you know, depending what's, you know, you don't really know what's coming around the corner. And the, I've definitely seen that the other way around with same guys turned up in a much better space and I'm having a tough one. So um, it's very, it's very complex. But I mean, the other thing, when Chris sort of said about, oh, you know, why are you letting that bother you? Part of it, you know, I'm sort of thinking, well, is that because they haven't properly listened or, but it, well, you know, it is kind of, well, where, when you're listening, you're listening to how that person feels rather than that, you know, well, yeah, judging them on my, you say, what, what are you letting that go of you? Yeah, I think it's just coming, it's, it, it, it's coming into the conversation from a different angle, isn't it? It's just, um, but you're talking about a different, you're trying to, you know, you're talking about the difference between the outside world and a safe, contained environment. Mm. Again, I'm not making this the exclusive safe, contained environment in the world. Clearly it isn't, but there's a massive difference. You know, the outside world's just a different place, right? Mm. Especially when you put it in that context, in mm. that. In the meeting, in a meeting room, or just in any what I would call small talk environment, you know, I think it's just it's just not comparable, right? Which is partly right, as far as I can see. Oh, that's the genius behind this, right? It's a group scenario. It's not one to one. It's very different to that, which is really massively to is advantage. I mean, and both got advantages, but um, and I think well, you know, the fact that it's free. I mean, that that sort of like the. I mean, I know you can get sort of six weeks of counselling on the NHS but you know it's it sort of then you know six weeks isn't enough mm. and then you know if you're looking at 50 pound a session there is quite a range but you know and it, it's like especially in the current environment and you know on one hand it's like well you do have to invest in your mental health but yeah that that's sort of one of the, the things that I have is is that when you are going through something bad and you go to the doctors and you might get some antidepressants, but it's, you know, it, it's sort of, and I'm an advocate of antidepressants, but, you know, I think it is sort of the talking as well, that the really sort of, well, as you guys have said, that, that sort of creates that mind shift and creates that change. But it's, yeah, to me, it's just sort of, I think, yeah, it's just a huge injustice that, a lot of people can't access it. It's great that those six six weeks worth of sessions are out there for the NHS. But if you if you get to, I think we as definitely humans, but hundred percent as men, we don't ask for help until we need it. So by the time you're mm. say putting your hand up and saying I need help with my mental health, if you if it was any other injury, you'd be doing a 999 and there'd be an ambulance coming to you with all the noise and, and lights and things like that. So that, to get those six weeks, I wouldn't want to imagine how long you might have to wait mm. until that becomes available. And one of the one of the beauties of this format is that when you decide it's time to come, you just turn up. Mm. And as both Nathan and Gav said, some people come regularly some people come once every three months some people come twice and you don't see them again but no matter how often you come the the welcome is the same mm -hmm. as well and i've seen it 
that people coming through the door that haven't been for a little while, when they get the warm welcome that you get, you can almost see the almost like first time nerves again wash off them. Mm -hmm. And they do just dive back into conversation as if they'd been the week before, which is, which I think, you know, I think I've seen people, yeah, as Mm -hmm. testament to the environment and the. Uh, of it all so it's and so it's far more immediate which might you know for some people might just be enough to keep them on the right side of a really crap decision or crap situation yeah yeah and the flexibility of it as well you know because nathan said at the start there's no there's no onus on you coming every single week we all realize and understand we have busy lives i'm much like yourself i'm self-employed and when i went down the route of of counselling through the NHS, you know, I made it to those six weeks. I then sought help beyond that. And the barriers that were put up for me were, well, this is your session. You have to be here every week. Yeah. But I can't, you know, I can't do that. I might not be here and I'll work away. So the beauty of this for me as well is come when you can. And yep. and knowing that, that that community also has your back in the times that you're not here. It just gives you a few more things in your toolbox to be able to deal with everyday life until you can get yourself back again and and get that release in whatever way that that works for you, be it talking or listening or. And I would say as well, I think when I first started coming, one of the things I did struggle with was was bringing a problem that I didn't see as a problem. And we just touched on it before, but mm. it, I think it's important for for anyone that is listening that is maybe feeling the same is that it, that that very quickly disappears and it becomes obvious that the people in the room want to hear how you're getting on, be that good or bad. And you, you don't need to feel like your problems are worth less than the person you're sat next to because you're not going through the same thing as them or something that's perceived to be not as difficult as them or, or whatever it might be. So, I mean, just, just picking up on suicide because it is a serious topic and I just looked up stats that, that we had with, it's a chap from Dead La Soul, Dan, Dan Flanagan, yeah. He says 84 men under 45, see, age of 45, are lost to suicide each week. 84. 84. Yeah. Firstly, that's mental. There's no pun intended here. I was saying it's mental, but it is, it's, it's crazy. Right? It's terrifying. Yeah. It's, I know, thankfully, touch wood, yeah. nobody di- that I know directly has, yeah. has ever committed suicide, but through people I know of three or four people and it's always meant yeah, yeah. It's, you never hear of or very very rare well it's about I think hear of women think it's killing yeah, four to one isn't it yeah the Ben's chat for anybody that's or Ben's TED talk uh, the, the the film that he did he did a TED talk on it yes you can google very easily well, we can put it in the short ben, notes as well Ben Ayukas A-K-E-O-S um, he did a TED talk and his first line was um, I'm 45 maybe he's 44 sorry Ben is shit but you remember that um, and the thing that's most likely to kill me is myself. So it was a brilliant line to start. Mm. And it is the reality of it is. And uh, I mean, I'm not sure we've got necessary time to uh, explore the various um, nuances of how it's got to that. But I think one thing that seems to be universally uh, agreed upon or even accepted by everybody that we've had to come in here is nobody feels that coming to here doesn't help them feel a little bit better about what it is they're going through, um, you know, and yeah. and that includes people that I've taken from their car, shaking across the car park to walk in here 
and quote a one mm. on more than one occasion just for context. And again, yeah. sorry if that feels a bit hard hitting for anybody listening, you know, life's tough, right? And you're yeah. never quite sure what it's gonna what it's gonna bowl you. But on the rarer occasions that that happens, because that's not you know that, that that's not all of it. This is about it's gone through it. And it's gone back to a place where they can start to make sense of where they are and they're not so overwhelmed by the situation that they're feeling that way. And, and I know, you know, I, I know that to be the case from up and down the country where these are running. And the last point I was going to say, um, because you mentioned about being free, which again, big up to, to Ben and all of us that partake in, in time to, to help these things go, is I'd also say it's actually pretty unique. I'm, I, I work in the mental health field and it's very, very difficult outside of a very formal I almost want to say antiquate is the wrong word, a very formal scenario to find a, a men's group where you could come and partake in stuff. You can find mixed therapy groups mm. and they would be classed as therapeutic groups and they would be quite boundaried mm. and they would be very, you know, they, for want of a better term, they would be heavier. They would be more analytic. There'd be far more obligation about them, you know. As far as I'm concerned, that's why this that's why this is working. I mean, ultimately, I'm, it's working and it's scaling and they keep growing and people keep opening and more people keep coming and I think it's unbelievable because it's it is so unique. You can access it. It's safe, non judgmental and it's not a one to one scenario. Mm. So it's definitely meeting a need um, and long may it continue. And based on the stats we've just talked about, saving lives. I think undoubtedly it's hard for is I think people would find I think a a mixed group would have less success because it's because of the stigma about talking yeah. out, and I, I, I think the the machismo that we have to potentially unconsciously adhere to, and it would be, you know, potentially people not wanting to show what they perceive to to to, to be their weaknesses in front of mm. um, the opposite sex, mm. and and it would then have more a more more harmful effect on them than 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 positive. Um, you know, and that sort of that's the sort of thing that leads to the, the suicide rates being there on the way, and the fact that it's just not spoken about. Yeah, men's mental health and the the effects of it just it, it isn't spoken about, and it's not. It's why well, it's one of the many things that aren't spoken about to do with men, which is why we kill ourselves and we get late diagnoses of illnesses and things like that. So, but we're all learning to do it. So, yeah. Anything on a real upbeat? Yeah, no, but <laughs> it is good. It, you know, the healing the healing happens really quick in this yeah. in this environment. Certainly for me. So for further details, talkclub.org yeah is the website. If if after this you're in any way interested, jump on there. On the homepage, there is a beautifully animated video which basically explains in far more articulatable sense than I tried earlier the way one works and it even shows a little, little bit of imagery um, you'll find out all sorts of details and finding one near you in the show notes on this rather than me say it out loud and you try and remember it um, we'll have uh, myself uh, Nathan and Gavin's details where you can text us uh, to get added onto the WhatsApp group or send us an email and we'll let you know details but effectively Wednesday nights 7 till 9 Hayward T and if not, somewhere not far from you, if you visit talkclub.org, um, you'd be you'd be very welcome. And the stats currently suggest the chances of you going and not 
massively enjoying it and feeling buoyed by it and feeling lighter from it and feeling inspired from it are vanishingly rare. So uh, crack on. And they're all over the country. Yeah, they are. I mean, I'm yeah. just having a quick scan through. Yeah. I've got the webpage in front of me now, yeah. and there's Chippenham, Bristol, Swansea City FC. Um, there's one in, in London, another one in Elgin FC, which is in Scotland. Generally, I never heard of Aberdeen. So yeah, they are. Uh, and there's there's a few international ones. There's one in Singapore, I think I saw as well. Yeah, one in Australia. So there's a lot across the country, and, and they're growing. And if you're listening to this and thinking. Actually, I'm interested in actually starting one of these. I'm not necessarily, I'm ahead of the curve. I'm, I'm not necessarily just wanting to partake. Again, jump on the website, get in touch with Gavin, the, the Gavin at, at Tour Club, and he will get you on the captain's training, which is not a particularly um, heavy-duty process, and crack on and start one. Mm. And if you're in between thinking about that, again, get in touch with the guys, or uh, again, get in contact with Nathan with myself or Gavin and we'll have a chat to you about, about um, what's involved in setting one up, which is effectively a bit of time and a bit of passion for uh, looking after yourself and, and helping other people look after themselves. Uh, and, and the last one, when you meant about they're all over, there's actually a couple of online groups as well that work that you can log into. A version of this happens, I believe, fortnightly online that you can come into via Zoom, which for some people is is, is uh, the next best thing. I'm, I'm quite blown away. Um... I mean, sort of staying on the theme of, of getting through the door. You know, I woke up this morning and I was feeling quite stressed, meeting new people, doing a live recording, and yeah, I certainly feel a lot lighter. But yeah, it's it's uh, well, you're doing, you guys do great work. I mean, my hearing you, Chris and Adam, talk about their experiences, and you know, it's just well, as you say, Chris, there's not enough conversation about it, so it's great that well, we're able to to meet up. Yeah, thank you for support. No, thanks, thank you. Thanks, thank you. Thank you, gents, to come out. I feel as if we should check out before we before we log off. I'm going to check out on an eight and a half because I managed to string a few sentences together, and I feel very privileged to be in a company of you lot and even doing this. Thank you for listening. I'm I'm probably six six and a half. Coming off a really nice weekend, long weekend off. Got a little holiday coming up. This was exciting. Something new. Listen to loads of podcasts. Never been on one. M time listener, first time caller. <laughs> so, uh, <brilliant>. Yeah. <laughs> so no, really good. Uh, I was going to go out high. I had to, I had to come in high because uh, I got married this weekend, and my now wife might be listening to this at some point. So. <laughs> yeah, <you listen. laughs> uh, I'm going to go for a nine and a half. Well, still high on wedding cake. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, d I didn't check in with a number, but kind of checking out, I would give myself a, a 0.75 uplift. It's, uh, <laughs> well... Was that percentage points or... Well, decimal points. Well, it's me. I do. Um, you know, it's a decimal point. <laughs> and, and I, well, for me, I think there's some, there's uh, as much as there's a comedic value to it, there's also some value around really thinking about where you're at, how you yeah. actually do, what else is going on, and... Yeah. Now, and, and I, I always find that even in this conversation where I've been relatively quiet, it's like, it, it helps me. It, it, it pulls me up somehow. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going with a, a 1.75 uplift. I'd say I'm an uplift as well. Maybe a 0.5 uplift. So, echo what you were saying. <laughs>
And finally, you, David. Um, well, I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd say, well, seeing Volker got me up to seven. Oh, and, uh, you know, coming in with you guys, say eight, eight and a half. And always like to leave room for Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Feel free to reach out to Volker or David via our website, www.manupdown.com, or podcast at manupdown.com with any feedback or to let us know what topics you'd like us to cover in the future. Hear you again soon.